Setting the record straight on the 49ers quarterbacks, and can we please stop talking about Trey Lance's mechanics? My God, man. Kyle gives you the clues. Let's go. Oh, hey there. Thanks for joining us. John Lund Unleashed, Barry, a sports talk. Appreciate you hanging out. However you are listening, maybe you're listening on the podcast. Thanks for taking us with you. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcasts on the YouTube channel. You can see all the fancy graphics that I have up, and you can see my ugly mug to make yourself feel better. All you have to do is search John Lund Unleashed. Weekdays on KMBR 680 in the Bay Area, the Blowtorch 50,000-watt Blowtorch on KMBR 680, KMBR.com, the new KMBR app, or on YouTube and Twitch over there. As I uh, do the show weekdays with the voice of the 49ers, Greg Plompin, we're going to talk about Trey Lance and the rest of the quarterback situation and OTAs and what is being overblown. I will discuss momentarily, and Kyle gives you all the clues. But however you're listening, however you're watching, thank you very much. Please subscribe, tell all your friends. Also, at John Lund Radio, you do not have to agree. Agree, disagree, thoughts, comments, questions, all those kind of things, at John Lund Radio on Twitter, or put them in the comments section right here on the YouTube channel. We can uh, get back and forth on that as well, and I do my best to try to get back to everybody. So thank you so much for uh, hanging out, however you're listening, however you're watching, and please subscribe and tell all your friends. All right, let's start with a couple of different things, and if you're watching on the YouTube channel, you can see I always try to graphic it out and bullet point it and stay organized. Let's start just talking about the 49er quarterbacks in general at OTAs, all right? You know the story, but I'll do it very quickly. Uh, They love Brock Purdy, all right? They love Brock Purdy. If Brock Purdy's healthy, he's number one. Uh, Number two, this isn't me. Um, I think they like Sam Darnold second. I think they like Trey Lance third, and I'll tell you why. And let me just say that everything I'm about ready to say, it's not hating on anybody. I don't hate Trey Lance. I'm like most fans. He was taken third overall. They gave up a a lot to get him, a treasure chest to get him. I'd love to see Trey Lance be the starting quarterback and fulfill the third overall pick. But first and foremost, we've got to throw that all out. It doesn't matter. Brock Party was taken last. Uh, Trey Lance was taken third. Sam Darnold at one point was taken third. All the different conversations, who cares? Who cares when anybody was taken? Who cares what the 49ers gave up to get somebody? Who cares, right? It's all about what's happening. This is a team that feels like it's in a Super Bowl window. And so they just want to pick out the best quarterback. But there's lots of different clues that that Kyle tells you about. So let's start at the top. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, and at the top it says it's not about mechanics. This has been so overblown. I'll tell you why in a second. I have history in this at a show Greg Pompa and I did together way back in the day years ago. But all this mechanics and all this talk, and this has been, you know, whether it's Phillip Rivers, whether it's Tom Brady, whether it's Patrick Holmes on the run, whether it's mechanics, 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 mechanics. Oh, his feet are wider. Oh, his, he's more compact. Oh, it's coming out quicker. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Oh, Aaron Rodgers used to hold it by its ear. Look, is it getting out on time? Is it getting where it's supposed to go? In Kyle Shanahan's case, and I'll play a video in just a second, what he values at the position, so he tells you everything, and you can easily decipher who exactly he's talking about and why. You can look at Kyle Shanahan's history, all those different things. I've said this before on all podcasts and on my KMBR show. I don't know why they drafted Trey Lance, and I'm not hating on Trey Lance. Automatically, oh, you're hating on Trey Lance. No, I'm not. I'm just simply saying that they designed an offense back in the day under Mike Shanahan with the then Redskins to try to maximize RG3. He eventually got hurt. But if you look back at what Kyle Shanahan really wants to do, because he loved Kirk Cousins more even on that team. So that's a clue back in the day. They had RG3, a guy who could run it, eventually got hurt, and he liked the reliability. I call a play, you execute said play because I know what I'm doing. 
to Kirk Cousins, to Matt Schaub, to Matt Ryan. That's the kind of quarterback he likes. I don't know why they drafted Trey Lance. I don't. Because he doesn't like unpredictability, and I'll tell you about it in a second. So mechanics, stop it. It, 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 it's it's so simple for the media because we don't know any other position, so we just look at the quarterback position, myself included. Football is a tough game. Everything that's going on, and everybody's a, a, a minor league scout now because they've got a, an internet connection and Twitter. Look at this play. I broke down the all 22. You don't know what you're doing. I don't. You don't. It's just That's just a fact, all right? So whether Trey Lance has a wider base or where his fingers are on the ball or it, it, all this different stuff, the bottom line is the bottom line. There's all these quarterbacks, just like pitchers, just like hitters. Everybody's got a different stance. Everybody's got a different way they pitch. Everybody's got a different way that they throw the football. And if you're effective, that's all that matters. How quickly you get rid of it. I mean, it'd be nice. But Kyle Shanahan's going to tell you. But here's why. And I'm going to go to Caps Guy if you're watching on the YouTube channel. Let me just flash this up for you. This was an interview that Greg Papa and I did on another radio station, not KMBR, back in the day in the Bay Area. Because in the offseason, he had a quarterback coach by the name of Dennis Guile. None of this stuff is new. We just recycle it over and over again, and then people forget about it. So we had a guy named Dennis Guile that Colin Kaepernick worked with for 10 weeks. And this is his quote, uh, thanks to Niners Nation, because I couldn't find the audio. They had deleted it, but this is what he says. I think I asked the question. Maybe Greg did, whatever. On biomechanics, and they tightened up his throwing motion. Again, this was 10 weeks, Dennis Guile, quarterback guru, working with Colin Kaepernick. Quote, because we laughed about this the other day. I think everyone's going to be super surprised when they see him. I don't really want to get into specifics, like I said, exactly what we changed, but everyone's going to see a totally different throwing motion from what they've seen out of Colin Kaepernick in the past. Three, two, one, gone. Did you see anything different from Colin Kaepernick? Here's what I saw. Maybe there was a different throwing motion, but what I did see was every time there was a rush, Colin Kaepernick's eyes went down, and it didn't matter what his mechanics were. He was afraid of the rush. Like it just the mechanics didn't matter. And when Kaepernick was good for a short time, didn't matter about those mechanics either. They were probably worse. Do you like Philip Rivers' mechanics? Probably not. Do you like Patrick Mahomes' mechanics when he's flying out of the pocket 70% of the time? Probably not. Would you ever teach that? No. Would you teach Brett Favre's mechanics? Go back and look at those. I mean, it just everybody's got a way. And the bottom line, and I'm going to play Kyle for you in just a second, is everyone's different, but the bottom line is the same. Did it get there on time? Did you get out of it? Did you did you see it? Was it accurate? Was it the right player? All those kind of things. you got to win from the pocket in this league. Ask Steve Young or anybody else. You can run for a while. You can use your athleticism for a while, but at the end of the day, that's a nice mix-in, but you got to win from the pocket. And it's not about mechanics. It's about timing and accuracy and did it get there and all these different things. So this whole discussion about his mechanics, my God, man, enough. Uh, who does Kyle trust? And again, I said I'm not hating. So let's, let's, let's go down to the second part where it says Kyle tells us. Take a listen to this. Kyle's going to tell you what he values. And all you have to do is decipher. He's going to tell you without telling you. Take a listen. All right, so what did he say there? He said a couple of real simple things. Uh, he wants the timing to be right. That's what he said first. Well, snap to throw in the uh, in the league. Let's just look at the three quarterbacks for the 49ers. Snap to throw, right? The quicker you get rid of it, and you can rip on Jimmy Garoppolo all you want. He was one of the quicker ones. Last year in the NFL, Tom Brady got rid of it in 2.3 seconds. 
Joe Burrow in 2.49, Trevor Lawrence in 2.53, Tua in 2.53, Jimmy in 2.53, Matthew Stafford in 2.58. Pretty good quarterbacks. Trey Lance got rid of it in 3.15. Sam Darnold got rid of it in 3.22. And Brock Purdy got rid of it in 2.73. What does that matter? What was the first thing that Kyle said? Timing. He's got these things designed, and they're supposed. the ball is supposed to get out, get out now, get out to the right people. Do you decipher it? Can you see it? That's more important than all your mechanics. Can you see it? Are you deciphering it? Are you getting rid of the ball? Timing is everything for an offense. Everything is timed down to the millisecond. You're supposed to be here at this point. He gets rid of the football. Timing, 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 timing. A defense is trying to disrupt the timing. Timing. Darnold 3.22, Lance 3.15, Purdy 2.73. Check mark Purdy. So that's what he said about timing. Accuracy. If you go by overall accuracy, Purdy's at 67.1, Lance is at 54.9, Darnold 59.7. Those are career marks. That's not always entirely, you know, there's drops and there's all these things. Okay, Trey Lance played in Chicago in a monsoon last year. Fair enough. Adjusted completion percentage by Pro Football Focus, which is, Takes all those factors out. What is your adjusted completion percentage? Daniel Jones of the Giants was number one last year at 80.1%. Purdy was at 774 in the upper half. Jimmy Garoppolo, just for the sake of comparison, was at 753 He's He's an accurate quarterback. Darnold at 72.2. Trey Lance at 64.3. And again, I'm not – look, Trey has a small sample size. I know you're screaming at your screen. I understand that. I'm just giving you the numbers. So the second thing that Kyle said besides timing – was accuracy. Are you accurate? Brock Purdy is. Again, he's telling you this without telling you this. Where the ball should go. That was the third thing that he said. Where the ball should go. All right, so if your first read is covered, he says this all the time. First read, second read, third read. Can you get rid of it? Where the ball should go. A lot of times in the NFL, and this is another thing about the these mechanics, mechanics go out the window once the ball is snapped. So all these videos that you're seeing, at training camp right now, I'm going, ooh, Trey's, Trey's base, Trey's motion, it's quicker. It blah, blah, blah. Most of the time, all of a sudden, it's not a perfect case scenario. You snap the ball, everything goes haywire. The defense changes, they fooled you. Again, it comes back to your brain, how quickly you can decipher everything and how, how quickly you can get rid of the ball. They took your first read, your second read, can you get to your third read? All those different things. We're watching OTAs right now with no pressure whatsoever. They're in shells. They're in shorts. You can't tell anything. You know, guy goes on his knees like Anthony Richardson or back in the day, Kyle Bowler, ooh, he could throw it 50 yards to the goalpost. That doesn't happen. When the bullets start to fly, your do, do your mechanics go out the window? And that's exactly what happened with Colin Kaepernick, this guy, Dennis Guile. We said, what happens? I remember asking him the question, what happens when everything breaks down? That's the problem. Brock Purdy has shown that he can still have accuracy in those situations. Sam Darnold has not. Trey Lance has not. So is the ball going where it's supposed to go, which means can you get through your reads quickly enough, especially against the better defenses? And certainly Brock Purdy saw this in Dallas against or at home against Dallas in the playoff game and then against Philadelphia. They're going to take away those reads, and they're going to make you go to the other things that you maybe don't want to do, which leads you into the next thing that Kyle Shanahan said. Who plays the most realistically? In other words, not backyard football. Again, I'm not hating on Trey Lance. It's just what Kyle Shanahan is saying for all the hopefuls. And believe me, he's the third overall pick. I'd love to see Trey Lance succeed. I really would. 
justify that trade. He's the third pick. You get that. You can't get that out out of your head. I, yeah, I, I really like Brock Purdy, but gosh, he was Mr. Irrelevant. Trey Lance was the third overall pick. Look at the athleticism. It's the flash and the sizzle and all those different things that he can provide. But he just told you who plays more realistically. So in other words, in training camp, when you just have the T-shirts or the, the shells on and you got helmets and you got shorts, he doesn't want to see somebody running around. Again, look back at the history of Kyle Shannon and the type of quarterbacks that he has favored. It's Kirk Cousins, it's Matt Ryan, it's Matt Schaub. It's the guys that he knows. I've called this play. I'm a super genius, not me, Kyle Shanahan. I'm a super genius. I've designed this play. It's the timing is this. The ball is supposed to go here. If that's covered up, then it's going to go here and here. I've got it covered. I've done this. I've done the film work. Get it to the right guy. Maximize the play. Get it out on time. Get it out accurately. It's my play. This offense is my baby. That's how he looks at it. And he wants somebody who's going to execute the play as he has designed it and maximize the potential of that play. That's what he wants. And so I'm just telling you, don't, don't kill the messenger here. I know you love Trey Lance, and I wish he would succeed too, and I wish he would get an opportunity. But they brought in Sam Darnold because they like him. I, I, I'm not a big Sam Darnold guy. I'm not. I've made it plainly clear on both the podcast and the KMBR show. I don't buy those last number of games that he played with Carolina. By the way, the last one, he threw a couple interceptions. They ran all over Seattle. Uh, he didn't have to do a whole lot in that game. I just, I'm not a Sam Donald guy. I get it. The Jets wasn't a great situation. They went to Carolina. Okay, that's not a great situation. Maybe Kyle Shanahan can magically do some things with him. He was the third overall pick. He does have some athleticism. He does throw the ball well, but then there's the actual game, and that's what I mean is like in training camp, everybody can look, or in right now in OTAs, everybody can look a certain way. All of a sudden, the pass rush comes. All of a sudden, they're, they're changing the defense. All of a sudden, the guy who you didn't think was going to be there because that's what you practiced all week, he is there. or whatever, whatever the case may be. So who can change those things? That's why there was a great piece. I think Matt Barrows did it on this whole uh, analytical testing that they do on these guys and how quickly they can decipher things. That's more important than arm strength. We fall into this all the time, whether it's baseball or football. How is he throwing it? How hard is he throwing it? It's about accuracy. And in football, it's about how quickly you can decipher, how quickly you can get through reads. And in Kyle's case, he's telling you, how quickly do you get rid of it? How quickly do you see it? How accurate are you? Are you taking my play and my vision because I can't do it? And are you an extension of me on the field? That's what he wants. He doesn't want backyard football. He doesn't want you thinking outside of the lines. You know how you like you go in and you do it, you have a cubicle and your company wants you to do it a certain way. They, they don't want people, this isn't an artistic kind of a thing. This is almost like a bank, you know, where it's like you're in a square and this is what you do. Now, if you've got to scramble outside of that, that's fine. But he has a play designed, and he wants it to go that way. That's how he is. He's got a, you know, he's one of the best offensive minds. He wants it to see, he wants to see the play executed how he has it in his head, how he designed it. He wants to maximize a play. He wants it to be on time. He wants it to be to the right people. If that's covered up, then he's got it designed that it can go other places. That's what you've got to be able to do. Now, is it fair to say that, that, that Trey can't do that? No. But my point of this whole thing is Kyle is telling you exactly what he wants out of his quarterback. And the more you listen, even in that short clip, it's Purdy, then it's Darnold, then it's Lance. I'm not saying that. I'm not hating on Trey Lance. Because if, if you don't love Trey Lance, then you're hating on Trey Lance. I'm not. I'm just simply telling you that this whole, the whole point of this discussion is these mechanics are so overblown. 
they get on and, and all these people take video and pictures and all these things and about stances and how quickly and where has he got the ball and he's worked with this guy. Look, we did this years ago. We did this with, with Colin Kaepernick after 10 weeks. Do I got to put that up, or, up there again? Super. It's going to be super, right? Everyone's going to be super surprised when they see him. A totally different throwing motion from what we've seen from Colin Kaepernick in the past. It doesn't matter. I'm not saying the mechanics don't matter at all. I mean, you had guys like Byron Leftwich, like a pterodactyl, you know, like way too long. You know, you had Aaron Rodgers with the ball holding up by his ear. Like, there's certain things, but at the bottom, at the end of the day, there are so many other things than the mechanics, and we're just sitting here because we have nothing else to do, and we're just, oh, the mechanics, the mechanics, the mechanics, the mechanics. There's all these other things about the quarterback position. It's just like pitching where everybody, you know, it's got to be 100 miles an hour. It can be 89 if you're moving it all around and up and down and the guy's confused. I mean, it's, 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 there's an art to pitching. There's an art to playing the, the position of quarterback. And time and time and time again, the Tom Brady's and Drew Brees and Brock Purdy's, and I'm not putting them in that category, but what I'm saying is there's a mental side to this game, and I'm certainly not calling Trey Lance stupid because he's not. But I'm saying he just doesn't have the experience, and they don't have the time to wait. So it goes back to what it always has. It doesn't go back to mechanics and everybody deciphering his mechanics. It comes back to can you play the position? And Brock Purdy played for years, and if he's healthy, he's the guy. And for some reason, don't ask me, they like Sam Darnold. And one of the reasons they like Sam Darnold, I mean, he doesn't get rid of the ball quickly. He's not accurate. At least he hasn't been in his career. He's a sub-60% thrower in this league, 59.7. If you look at the analytics through his career among starting quarterbacks, he's among the worst. But Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers believe, I know this, they believe that they can fix it. And they see the things, getting it out to the right people at the right time, they see those things. And with Trey Lance, unfortunately, A, they don't have time to wait unless they absolutely positively have to play him. And he wouldn't be here if Brock Purdy wasn't hurt. They would have traded him during the draft or before. I don't think there's any question about that, but they need a third quarterback. Now, it still still would not shock me if at some point they did, if they found another quarterback, because obviously that rule was uh, changed just yesterday. So I could see them saying, hey, there's another veteran out there. He could be our third guy. We trade Trey Lance, maybe. And again, I'm not hating on Trey. I like Trey. I'm like a lot of fans. I'd love to see that third overall pick cash in. I'd let, you know, it's unfortunate that he gets a monsoon in Chicago, gets hurt in week two against Seattle, and then Jimmy comes in, then Brock comes in, and Brock takes the job and runs with it. And if he's healthy, he's the guy. And they continue to say they think he's going to be ready for week one. I don't. But they continue to say that he is, which means maybe a couple of weeks, week one, week two. So you go to Pittsburgh, right? You play the Rams those couple of weeks. Maybe it's week three. Maybe it's more than that. But it certainly sounds like they're very optimistic. Kyle's gone from, yeah, it might be a few, you know, week three, week four to, hey, we, we expect him week one. And he's going to start throwing and, all. you know, everything is kind of on, on track. And look, let's say this too, since we're just doing a broad discussion, this isn't as much about Lance. In the, it's about Lance in that this throwing motion and mechanics thing has been so overblown by the media. Uh, the second part of it is I don't trust Sam Darnold. I just don't. I haven't seen it. Great. He's a great thrower of the football. He's this, he's that. And again, let's go back to what the position is. He hasn't been able to master it. Hey, buddy was the third overall pick for a reason. Physically, he's got a lot of those things. Kyle Shanahan likes him, likes his mentality. He's a pocket quarterback who's going to generally do the things that Kyle wants, run the offense the way Kyle sees it. And then you, you come back to Brock Purdy, and I've said this from the beginning as well. 
his sample size to me is too small to say he's the guy. I would love an open competition. But I believe this, the organization gave Trey Lance a chance and said, look, we will live through, because he didn't play much at North Dakota State, we will live through these bumps and bruises, and by the end of the season, he's going to be fine. But we'll do this. But I don't believe they're going to do that again because the clock is ticking. They believe they're in a Super Bowl window. They believe that they're the best team in the NFL, and they don't want to go through the bumps and bruises early in the season again. And again, Sam Darnold's not what, – what's Sam Darnold? 25? He hasn't proven anything. But I believe, and this is a huge term, so use this amongst your friends. It's about trust. All right, let me go down to summary. They love Brock. They like Darnold. I think they would have traded Trey. I think they need a third quarterback. Fans want Trey. But what this comes down to is a word called trust. Who do you trust? We saw this in the Warriors in the playoffs. Who did Steve Kerr ultimately trust in the playoffs? Who does Kyle Shanahan and the organization ultimately trust behind center? They trust Brock Purdy because he proved to them that he's going to do, he's going to run the offense like they want it run. He's going to execute the offense like they want it run. Sam Darnold, I believe they believe, I don't, but they believe that he's going to run the offense the way it's executed. They don't have the trust in Darnold like they do in in Brock Purdy, but they have more trust in Sam Darnold than they do Trey Lance. And in Trey Lance, they have a guy who... There's going to be backyard football. There's going to be, he's not going to see it. He's going to make mistakes. Those, it, they trust him the least. And that's what it comes down to because they look at this team on offense and they say, look, the quarterback does not have to be the best quarterback of all time. He just limit your mistakes. Again, you heard Kyle Shanahan say that. Limit your mistakes. Don't put us in a bad position. Don't hurt our defense. You'd love to have a superstar at the position. He's never had that. I mean, Matt Ryan's going to go to the Hall of Fame. He did have that. But he's never really had, like, the elite of the elite of the elite. But he has, right now, all these weapons offensively. And he thinks to himself, just don't make mistakes. Just don't screw up. Run the offense the way that I have designed it. Execute it that way. Get it to the right guys. He trusts Brock Purdy to do that. For some reason, he seems to trust Sam Darnold to do that. He told you right there. The last part of that, uh, the thing that he said was, who plays the most realistically, which means not backyard football, play realistically. In camp, if Trey's running around, that doesn't score him any points. And he doesn't want the uncertainty of that. And again, I look, the one question I can't ask answer for you because you're going to say this to me, well, then why did they draft him? I don't know. I don't know. I was never a Mac Jones guy in that same draft. I don't, you know, I, I do know that they did like Mac Jones. I don't know if he got talked out of it. There's rumors that, look, our fan base, we can't trade all the way up to three to get, uh, to get Mac Jones. I don't know. I don't know. But I do know this, that I don't think they, I think they trust him third most among the three quarterbacks. Now, maybe he can change minds. This has been a debate during the offseason. I don't know that he can change minds throwing against air, throwing against shorts. Throwing against shells. I just, I, I don't think so. And by training camp, it seems like Brock's going to be around. And we'll see about Sam Darnold. I'm not a Sam Darnold believer. Anyway, just wanted to get that out there. That's from Kyle Shanahan yesterday, by the way, at OTAs, the 49ers quarterback situation. And my overriding theme through this whole thing is don't get fooled by the mechanics talk. We've done this before. It's not that big of a deal. There are a lot of other important pieces at playing the position. I know you know that. It's just we all get sucked up into this whole thing and about the base and where the fingers are and this and that and the other. 
Can you, as Kyle just told you, can you deliver it on time? Can you see it? Can you move on to next reads? Can you not turn the ball over? Can you realistically play the position? He's, he's saying running around with it is not realistic, is not a long-term uh, model for success, at least in his offense. That's how I decipher those comments. Give me your thoughts. I'd love to hear what you have to say. That's the latest on the 49ers quarterback situation. And, of course, it'll be scrutinized beyond belief all through camp and until Brock Purdy is named healthy or is said to be healthy and then you debate second and third string all you want. Give me your thoughts. Again, I'm not hating on Trey Lance. I hope Trey Lance is awesome. I hope Trey Lance starts. He's third overall pick. That's how we look at it. We can throw it out the window and say, uh, you know, it doesn't matter, but it does. It doesn't to the team. It does to us. Give me your thoughts. John Lund Unleashed Barry is Sports Talk. Whether you want to listen on the podcast, Apple, Spotify, or you get your favorite podcast, YouTube channel, of course, on KMBR weekdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. with the voice of the 49ers, Greg Papa. It is John Lund Unleashed only on the Locked On Podcast Network.